The Middle East is known more for its political tensions and ancient traditions than for its contemporary art, but the Fertile Crescent, Gender, Art, and Society is changing that. It's a series of exhibits, lectures, performances, and films by international women artists from Iran, Pakistan, Turkey, Israel, and other Middle East countries through January at venues in Princeton and New Brunswick. I'm Susan Walner for the Jersey Arts Podcast. I spoke with two of the Fertile Crescent artists about their work. Fatima Tugar is from the Muslim area of the Sahel, part of the Middle East diaspora in Africa. Paris Dufuruhar is from Iran, although she lives in Germany now. I asked Paris Du first about her piece called Freitag, or Friday. It's over five feet high and 11 feet wide. The entire surface is filled by the fabric of a delicately patterned black shador, the full-body cover-up worn by some Muslim women. In the center, part of a hand emerges from the veil. Coming from Iran, uh, a culture that has got a lot to do with railing, this uh, relationship between the veiled and unveiled part becomes very important. So I was thinking of this relationship, actually. The, the work uh, shows only a part of hand, but uh, it becomes very erotic because the whale covers the whole big image and the only part which you can see is this uh, um, part of the hand which uh, somehow looks like a genital. So that was this playing uh, with uh, whaling and unveiling. I like this attraction of the viewer and then I confront uh, the viewer with some kind of other layers of the work. So uh, also the, uh, this floral, beautiful, ornamentic chador plays here, big role. As opposed to just a plain black, which I think most Westerners think of the plain black. Yes. They don't see the subtleties or the differences. Yes, and they don't see the beauty of it. It has got also a side of which is beautiful. I like this contrasting uh, differences in a work that gives you much more possibility to see it from different views and have contrasting emotions and uh, otherwise it would become very stereotyping if you go just in one direction. So putting differences and uh, contrasts in a work uh, avoids somehow this uh, thinking of stereotyping. So your work is a little bit of voice for the woman from a culture like this as well as a criticism of it? Both of them. You know, um, I come from uh, Iran. Um, of course, I, what I want is that uh, both sides are seen. What I really hate is this simplifying and just seeing one side of it. It is a very complex situation, complex uh, uh, society, and has got different sides. So um, just reducing it of its government, which is horrible, is not the right way of looking at Iran, reading Iran. Did it change? Did your work or your feeling about yourself as an artist change when you moved to Germany and you were away from that world? 
Yes, of course. Uh, looking at everything from distance and uh, having the advantage of uh, working in freedom has formed my whole artistic uh, career. Um, I'm not uh, an artist from Iran only, I'm an artist from Germany as well because I went to Germany to school. The whole career of be becoming an artist, what I went through, happened in Germany in European context, but I kept my sensibilities, my relationship to my native country. What do you think that this exhibit, with these series of exhibits and programs, what do you think people will have the opportunity to see about all of these different women artists from the Middle East. Exactly the differences, the diversity. I hope uh, that this looking, stereotypical looking at women from Middle East, seeing them always as being victimized, uh, I hope that would change. Uh, looking at the works, you see uh, women who are trying to uh, deal with their situations and that is not being a victim. Thank you so much. When I spoke to the Nigerian artist Fatima Tugar, I asked her to describe one of her large photo montages called The Meat Market. It depicts an open-air market with meat sellers cutting and selling from the lamb carcasses hung around their stalls, collaged together with magazine images of high fashion models possibly the shoppers. I'm sort of interested in this analogy or the relationship between um, commodification of human beings as models, um, you know, issues of human trafficking, as well as how that sort of has a metaphor in this idea of selling meat at the meat market, you know, and then also I'm choosing lamb as the kind of meat that's sold. Um, to be sort of cult culturally specific with the Western Sahel's culture in terms of lamb being associated with uh, Muslim culture specifically. Tell me your name so I get the pronunciation just right and where you're from. Okay, my name is Fatima Tuga. I was born in northern Nigeria in Kaduna. I grew up there and I went to school in southern Nigeria in Lagos. And then after that, I um, went to boarding school in the UK. So I grew up back and forth between Nigeria and the UK. And I also went to Blackheath School of Art in London. Then I moved to the US and went to the Kansas City Art Institute. And then I did my graduate work at Yale University. And then I did postgraduate work at the Whitney Museum of American Art in New York City. Hopefully in a nutshell. Yeah. In a nutshell. The, um, so when you were coming up as an artist, you were already somebody who was living in multiple cultures. Exactly. How has that affected your work or, or what sort of information has that given you that affects your work? Well, I think before I even leave where, where I originally came from, it's important to say that I grew up in a place that was, um, that had not just, that had, ex had experienced the influence of the Middle East through the Trans-Saharan trade route and then it had the influence of the West through colonialism. So before you even leave home, I was already living in a place that was dynamic in that way. Do you feel that your work is perceived uh, in a different way here in America than it might be even in Europe or in, in your home country? My experience is different aspects of the work come to the foreground depending on where I am. So 
what may be, you know, in certain contexts in the U.S., there's this desire for that to everybody in my, everybody that's black in the image um, has to be my family. <laughs> you know, that was one of the, one of the things I've worked hard to, to make that clear. Um, I don't know why that was. Um, so, for example, when I showed in Moscow, um, when I arrived, the work came before me and there was this uh, thing where I was called the feminist artist because there were a lot of images of women in my work. So I think it brought that to the forefront. I think it just depends on the culture and what is heightened in there. Um, in Mali, there was a sort of embrace that I received that was very different and people picking up little nuances of cultural specificities that only exist in the Sahel. So it just depends on the context, you know, of, of where you put the work. I think different things come to the foreground has been my experience. Do you think of your work as political? Yes, absolutely. I mean, I think as a human being, I'm concerned with issues of social justice within um, a lot of the narratives that, and the sort of things I addressed with the work. Um, I'm concerned with, um, you know, equality and justice for women. Um, I am certainly um, raised by two people who went, who were very politically involved. My mom um, participated in the late uh, 60s through the 70s and early 80s in a feminist group um, called Jama'iya Matan Ariwa. So, and my father also was politically active. Uh, before I was born, he was a community organizer and eventually helped, uh, was one of the authors of the constitution of our transition. Um, in Nigeria to democracy. So um, I've been raised in a very political household. So I think the fact that the work is concerned with social justice is almost like a natural fit. It's what I know. What has it been like to see all the work in this, in these series of exhibits that are going on here? I know that you may have just begun to see some of this work. Is it meaningful to you to see your work in this context? Yes. Not only is it meaningful, I think it's important. And um, it's the beginning of a conversation. I think what I like about this is that this is a context, a framing that I haven't been put in before. Um, you know, as I said earlier on, I think it's one of the best kept secrets, even though I was kidding. Um, but I think it, it isn't unknown that there's this, this connection with the Middle East and the Sahel isn't something that has been explored at all. So I think it's the beginning of a conversation that needs to be had and explored. You can explore art made by Fatima Tugar, Paris Dufuhar, and a host of other women from the Middle East on the Fertile Crescent website, fertile-crescent.org, where you can also find the full calendar of events taking place as part of the Fertile Crescent Gender, Art, and Society. For more about all of the arts in New Jersey, visit jerseyarts.com. The Jersey Arts Podcast is made possible by the New Jersey State Council on the Arts, encouraging excellence and engagement in the arts since 1966. I'm Susan Walner for the Jersey Arts Podcast. Thanks for listening.